It's Tom Kradza, and this is another episode of the Your Life, Your Term show. And listen, I'm pretty excited about sharing this. This is Anthony Molinero. He actually works with us here at Rockstar. He's part of the membership team. He works with Rockstar Inner Circle members all the time. Absolutely great guy. And uh, him and his buddy from high school, Adrian, let me get the last name right, Adrian Omasta, they got together to buy their first investment property, which is amazing. We believe if you're going to get to uh, any investments, if you can get them when you're in your 20s, you just have so much time that's going to work to your advantage that you're like well on the way to creating a foundational base of wealth for yourself and your family that might change your lives. I think it will change your lives. So to get started in your 20s to us is absolutely incredible. But the reason we called this episode adventures in real estate is there's obviously some challenges that come with real estate that they go on to share, which is really cool to hear some of the things that they go through once they close on their first investment property, just with some different showings and some of the different characters that show up at the property. Wait, do you hear this? It takes us, I don't know, five or 10 minutes maybe to really get rolling on this episode. But once we do, we have a good, uh, a really good time with it. So thank you so much, Anthony. Thank you so much, Adrian, for sharing your story. This is what Rockstar is all about. We're trying to help people live life on their terms. And when we all share our own stories. We believe we're all motivating and helping each other. Even if we don't all know each other, that through this podcast, we're hearing each other's stories and in some way, shape or form, we're helping each other all as Canadians kind of build our own wealth success story for ourselves. So thank you guys for sharing this and listen. If you are listening to this and you like this kind of stuff, you should know that for the next 60 days on Instagram, we are answering a question a day about real estate, business, lifestyle, the whole bit. You can go to rock at Rockstar Inner Circle. So that's at Rockstar Inner Circle on Instagram and ask us a, ask us a question. I can't speak. Ask us a question. Ask us a question um, or get your question uh, answered. Wait, I think that's the same thing. Ask us a question. Yes, and we might select your question to answer it. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm out of it today, obviously. But if you go to Instagram, we are answering questions um, for 60 days straight on Instagram at Rockstar Inner Circle. Let's leave it at that. I'm a mess today. On with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, we are live with Anthony Molinero and Adrian. Adrian, I don't even know your last name. Somehow you got yourself on to this podcast and I don't even freaking know your last name. What's your last name? My last name is Omasta. Omasta. Adrian Omasta. Guess, what, what? guess the nationality. Omasta. You won't get it. Adrian Omasta. Bulgarian. No. What is it? Uh, Polish. I was going to say Polish and I thought it was too obvious. Yeah. Damn. Omasta. But Omasta is not a Polish name. That's what I mean. But you look Polish. That's what I mean, right? So it's like... <laughs> Adrian, talk right into the mic. Talk right into the mic. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, so you're, you're, both your parents Polish came to Canada as immigrants? Correct, yeah. And Same then, old story. Did they fly over to take a boat over? Do you know? Uh, they're pretty young still, so they flew over. Oh, they flew over. Uh, yeah. That's very sophisticated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but uh, my dad actually grew up here for a bit. Uh, he moved here when he was like maybe in grade five. So he does have like some Canadian in him. Okay, cool. And my mom's more like she came here when she was 20. So she was, my parents are pretty young. Like my dad's 44 and my mom's 43. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, super young. So couple. they had you when they were like 19, 20, 18, 18 19. 19. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that was awesome for them or not, but you're here and that's good. That worked out. That worked out. Yeah, it's all right. He's here now. And then, uh, and Anthony, we've asked you this story before, but since we've now decided that Adrian has Polish ancestry, we might as well just get yours out of the way because you're, mm-hmm. you're half Italian. Half, half Italian, half Irish. Irish. That's like a powerful mix, man. That is, to me, and I'm, I, I don't even say that lightly, like the Irish ancestry and the Italian ancestry all yeah. blended together, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, wow. that's crazy. There's more common things than you would think, but it's, yeah, very different cultures. Very different. Very yeah, different yeah, yeah, cultures. Yeah, yeah. Uh, both very smart. Both have histories of being very smart in business. So uh, one in different ways, in slightly different ways. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, my parents are older, so my mom's sitting across the hallway from you guys. I don't know if you guys know that. We keep the money in the family in this business. <laughs> and our father came over on it. Our mom did take a plane over. Our father came over on a boat. But enough about that. So how did you guys... We're going to talk about the real estate stuff. Yep. You guys are both 24 years old. Yeah. How did you How did you meet? Uh, grade 9 science class. 
Grade nine science, yeah. one like what was somebody? One of you guys got a ninety nine on the on the test, and the other yeah. one got a ninety eight. And you said, "Oh, I'm gonna get you next time." Is that what it was? You guys were just competing for top marks. No, it was way less nerdy than that. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, I don't know. Just buddies, yeah. Just common interests. Cool. And sat beside each other and just shot and, the shit and got along. Yeah. So, and this is in Brampton at you said Notre Dame. Yep. Yeah, Notre Dame. Um, Good memory. Yeah. And Adrian just told me I don't yeah, have I that. Trust me. I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I was like, okay. I, I'm dragging today. Okay. So then uh, walk me through. The, let's get to the point where you decide, um, like, how does this journey unfold? You Before you uh, got your first real estate property, which just happened, which we're super pumped about. How does this happen? How do you go from high school? What's your next step after high school for mm-hmm. both of you guys? I don't know how much you yeah. want to share and don't, but could you yeah. just map that out for me? Yeah. You can kind of go back and connect the dots. Uh, so graduated high school, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Knew I wanted to get in business, own my own business one day. Uh, So I got into these sales jobs after high school, started selling credit cards, uh, realized I was pretty good at selling, like went to Newfoundland. I was like selling credit cards around like Newfoundland for 10 days. What the Um, heck? What do you mean? They flew you to Newfoundland? Yeah, selling Canadian Tire credit cards. And then they flew me to Newfoundland to sell them. Like around Canadian Tire gas stations, we were selling the gas credit cards. So um, yeah, then just did. So that was that was a full time gig for you? Yeah, full time. Oh. Yeah, at a high school. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. Uh, so great experience. Learned I like selling and business, and I was like, okay, I need, I need to do this. Like, I need to start a business. But how? Newfoundland was the untapped market that they decided to. Go Newfoundland for. untapped market. We killed it. We crushed it. Apparently, Newfoundland people don't have Canadian Tire credit cards. Uh, yeah. Okay. All so, right. Cool. But um, yeah. So I realized, yeah, I'm like, I want to start a business. I don't know what. I don't know how. I'll go to business school and try and figure it out. So I uh, went to University of Guelph Humber, uh, ended up majoring small business management and entrepreneurship. Um, my second year of university, I ran out of money. I was maxed out on my visa to pay my tuition. Like, so I started working this job, this warehouse job at Pepsi. I paid like 16 bucks an hour. At the end of the summer, they offered a chance to go full-time. I didn't go for it because I was in school full-time already, university. I'm like, I can't do both. Like, It'd be great. It was great money. It was like 28 bucks an hour, benefits, everything. But I was like, I can't do both. So whatever, go part-time. I go to school, uh, come back Christmas break. They needed the work for the Christmas holidays. And, uh, and they offer me full-time again. They're like, yeah, if you, you know, there's, we're hiring full-time. I'm like, okay, but I'm in school. I'm like, but as I was there full-time over Christmas, I was doing exams full-time. And I was like, okay, I can juggle this. Like I did my final exams while working full-time. I could do this all year like I at least could try so I was like let me try it out so went for full-time got in for full-time had to convince them that I could do it because they're like no you're in school so then uh eventually yeah they let me on started working there full-time and then I saw my parents got the Toronto Star delivered so I saw a personal finance uh journalist whatever he would you'd write in questions you'd email him a question he'd answer it in the star so I'm like okay that's free personal finance advice like I was making good money I didn't want to blow it those so guys I, freak me out in those columns. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll yeah, get to that because yeah. that's how it all started. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I email this guy my question. And I'm like, hey, I'm making about 56K a year. I'm in university full time. I want to buy my first place right out of school. Like, I don't want to blow the money. So then I forgot about this. You submitted the question too. Yeah, okay. and this is, it's kind of wraps around. But so it goes out into this. St- the guy, so, yeah, the guy gets it. He gives me a call. He's like, oh, hey, this is kind of a cool story. You're doing both things full time. Like, let me write an article about you. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, do I get the advice? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to give you advice. I'm like, okay. So he writes the article. They send like a photographer over to my house. It's just the weirdest thing. I'm like, I just wanted some free advice. So the editor of this Toronto Star ends up liking it so much, they put it on the front page. So then... I totally forgot about this, man. So then like all this like commotion happened after that. Like friends and family saw it. It was a little crazy, like having that 15 minutes. But then... Um, a week after the article comes out, I get a package in the mail. It's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Somebody had mailed me the book. I have no idea how she got my address. Like, no idea whatsoever. Uh, so I open up the book, whatever. It's got a message. Hey, I didn't like the advice the Toronto Star gave you. It was just generic advice. Like, hey, invest in index funds. Yeah, uh, the classic stuff. The classic, Cla- which I yeah. mean, if, if no. you want to be hands-off and invest in the yeah. stock market, sure, invest in index funds. Like, it's... I haven't met anybody that's got anywhere investing in index funds. I just no. want to be real, man. I really yeah. haven't met a single person. I've yeah. been down that path. Like, ugh. Anyway, stock yeah. market has gone up for the last 10 years. So who am I to say? But yeah. uh, 
Anyway, go on. Sorry. Yeah. But, uh, it, so I'm so happy this anonymous. We should do some reverse KGB analysis and figure out who uh, who sent you this rich how, dad bug. Oh That's no, a, I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, so go ahead. so and it has her business card in, and it's like Tucker Finn, singer songwriter. I'm like, what the heck is this? So I read this book, and it. Rich Dad Poor Dad is a great book. Like it's been blows life- your mind. It blows, blows your it, mind. It's yeah, honestly yeah. been life changing for me. I gave it to my girlfriend. She's like, eh. for me, I'm like, this was life changing. Like, how can you not be? Like, I'm in the wrong quadrant. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, wrong- I have no assets. Yeah. I'm not gonna get rich. So, um, yeah. So I read the book and then I reach out. I'm like, hey, uh, thanks for sending this. Like, kind of random, whatever. And she's like, yeah. And she kind of starts talking to me. She's like, I'm into real estate. Blah blah blah. I'm like, this woman sounds really interesting. Uh, like, can I take you out for a coffee or something? She's like, yeah, absolutely. So I go to like North Toronto, take her out for a coffee. Uh, and she just breaks down her whole real estate portfolio. And I know nothing about real estate, nothing about investing. And she's showing me how she went from one property to now eight properties. So kind of her. She, oh, this woman is so generous. This woman was the most generous. Like she just how gave old, me. How old was she? Uh, she's fifth. She was 56, yeah, I believe. Awesome. She passed away last year. Oh, no way. Yeah. But oh she totally gosh. changed my life. Like amazing woman. Um, just like put me on this pathway that I'm on now. So, um, yeah, so whatever I met her, um, I really liked the whole real estate aspect and, uh, and she kind of became a mentor to me. So I'd be texting her all, like every week we'd be texting, you know, asking her questions, you know, like what's a refinance? Like what, like how do you pull money out and, and then what? Like all these things about real estate, no idea. Like it blew my mind. And I was like, I love this. I've always wanted to be in business. This when I it. hear you ask that, sorry, I want you to keep going. When I hear you say, like, what is a refinance? Sometimes yeah. I have to pull myself back because I always think that's such like, because so many people ask us that, like, yeah. can you take your existing property and get money out of it? And I always take that for granted because Nick and I have been doing that for like so long that when you tell people, yeah, you can do something called a refinance and pull the money out of the property if it's gone up in value or if you paid down debt and, and use that money for something else. And I just see people's minds blown like, oh yeah. my gosh. And I'm looking around like, oh my gosh, like I take so much for granted at this point. I don't yeah. realize that that's like not common knowledge. No. No, <laughs> I know it freaks yeah. me out. But continue with the story. Yeah. So um, she became a mentor to me and uh, I ended up graduating school. I stayed at Pepsi. I slugged it out for like two years. And uh, just working full time and stuff. Graduated, and then I was miserable. I hated Pepsi. Um, hated where I was in the warehouse. Just, did you still drink it? No. Oh, okay. But my dad did, and <laughs> so he'd be buying Pepsi. One time, I because I got Adrian a full time job at Pepsi shortly after, and Adrian was also at the University of Guelph Humber. He did the exact same thing I did. He was he was in school full time, Pepsi full time. Okay, so you guys were in high school together. You were in the same program together. Is this uh, the Humber campus um, right up just north of Woodbine Center? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Got it. Okay. So, yeah, we both start doing it. Um, and then I start getting Adrian into real estate, too. Wait a second. But you hated working at the Pepsi job, so you, you get your best friend a job at the <laughs> yeah. place you hated? Yeah. He's, okay. I just want, he's like, just want to get that out yeah, there. Hey, I man, know. this sucks. But listen, why don't you come here? Yeah, and you're, still, you're still there, right? Yeah, I'm So still we can't there. even say this sucks. Yeah. Damn no, it. No, it does suck. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. It's terrible, but it's uh, short-term pain, hopefully, for uh, long-term. Totally. totally. Yeah. You know what? I was, just, I was just explaining to Anthony something, and we'll get back to, to the timeline here, Anthony. But uh, Anthony, uh, we always kind of, uh, we feel really blessed and grateful that he works here with us. And he does all these little things that are really important to us. Like, for example, our training room the next morning after a class always needs a little bit of organization. Few chairs tucked in glass boards white nothing major but a little things but it could easily just be dismissed as not important he always does these little things that are super important and uh yeah and it's a big deal nick and i both noticed that kind of stuff and he you made a comment to me there's gonna be all kinds of noise in the background guys because we've asked these guys who are installing our doors here so we're still under construction in this new (laughs) office to just go ahead and get it done because we don't want it we don't want them to leave without it being done um but uh the uh we, we, uh, Anthony and I were chatting and, we're, and uh, we, you were saying that compared to what you did before, and yeah. this is why Pepsi's so great and serving you so much, yeah. is that like what you're doing now isn't a big deal. And I have that same context because I used to work construction for my father as basically slave labor. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. He, did pay, he, did, he did pay us, but he gave us some of yeah. the nastiest jobs. Like I was picking up boxes of urine that people like, if, you know, oh yeah, yeah. Like these tapers boxes that were lined with plastic and people would just kind of like 
That was, that was the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was being the one. I was the one. I had to clean it up, and I would pick it up. And one time, I'll never forget. I bent down to pick it up, and it's a it's a it's a cardboard box. Right. So it bends when you pick it up, but it was completely full of urine. <laughs> and this is in your like. It's the middle of the summer. You know what that smell is like oh, when you. Hot. So I had to squat down. You know, get into a squat position. Then I put my arms around it and I tried to lift it straight up, but the box would shift. So then it would start spilling on me. That's bad. This it would start spilling on yeah. me. Yeah. And then I would go. If, I don't know if you ever worked in a condominium condominium construction site, but I was like 16 floors up, and there's these little garbage chutes. Do you ever see the garbage chutes that go down the yeah. sides of condominiums? Yeah. So I would walk over. I'm on the 16th floor to the garbage chute, and I would just put it out like into the garbage chute, and wow. I would just let my arms go, and then I would just hear swish swish, and it would be going all the way down Bombs and away. i was on my shirt and i was just disgusted it, everything yeah. was like rough and horrible and uh, but that all of those experiences kind of like set this context for me that when someone says things are crap or it's hard work doing what we're doing now or whatever i always look like are you joking like this is this is actually nothing man this is no problem you know if i'm not picking up crap off the floor this yeah. is this is not hard work so i think pepsi's kind of giving you some of that context because you, yeah you were doing kind of repetitive manual work there, yeah. correct? Yeah, mm -hmm. just slugging cases in the, you know, over 40 degree warehouse uh, in the summer. Um, yeah, it just gives you that perspective. Like, to totally. This job is amazing. Like, Totally. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very, very kind of you to say that. Yeah. But but so, so go on. So you're at Pepsi. So where, so yeah, you've yeah. read Rich Dad so, Poor Dad. You're at Pepsi. Yeah. What's the next move? But let, like, let's buy a property. So I dragged Adrian out to like some, you know, seminars and stuff. Uh, I'm like, yeah, dude, like this is, you know, we paid like good money to go to some seminars. Uh, we were buying books from chapters. We were reading the books. Got, you know. Oh, awesome. Both of you are reading these books? Yeah. We would really? share, like we, we would both buy them and then just take turns reading. Like we get yeah. this one when I'm done this, you take this one and then we just keep flipping, flopping. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So Adrian was all in too. Like once he understood it, because I had the connection with uh, Tucker, you know, texting her all the time. Like she... So I was just like, kind of became Adrian's mentor, just passing on the knowledge. Like side mentor. Kind like of. you say, like if Tucker's a, you know, eight out of 10, then I'm, you know, her teaching me, I was like a one out of 10, but Adrian was a zero out of 10. So it works. So yeah, yeah. it worked. So it was just that knowledge transfer. And then, you know, Adrian became all in. And then it was like, let's buy a property. Like, let's, let's do it. Uh, we wanted to buy our own individual ones, obviously for credit reasons, you know, financing, you know, future properties instead of both going on title. But uh, just the way our income was and stuff and what we could qualify for in order to get a good investment property, you know, we had to go and joint venture together. And, both and there's nothing wrong with that, man. That's no, how me and yeah. Nick and I started the same way. It's like, hey, how much money do you have? And then for a little while, I had a little bit of a different income situation, which was a little higher than the Nick's. Uh, he was actually making good money, but he was like kind of self-employed at that point. So when you're self-employed, you're not always kind of showing it on paper as much and uh so then we would leverage my income but he would put money together so it's a, you do whatever you have to to yeah. keep going right so there's nothing wrong with starting together like that at all it's a lot easier i feel to start especially for your first one just to get that jv it's, totally uh, and then especially when the fears kind of start you know you can keep each other in check a little bit right because i'm sure one of you freak out over something and the other one's like hey dude just settle down and the other one yeah. freaks out about something um or yeah. it's just one person's always freaking whatever the relationship <laughs> is you know what i mean but yeah. you need that right so very cool. So you, you spent some money on some courses. Sounds mm -hmm. similar to us. Yeah. Uh, we spent a lot of money on courses, money we shouldn't have been spending. And I just mean, I shouldn't say that. It all worked out. It was just a lot of money. Now yeah. that I know the value isn't necessarily in the information. Now I know the value is in surrounding yourself with people who are taking action. Like you can get a bit of information about real estate from books. And after you have that little bit of information, just put yourself around people who are already taking action. You don't need to spend the high amounts of money for some super crazy training, you know? Yeah. And, and I say that because I know people who are spending tens of thousands of dollars and then they'll come to us and they'll say, I can't buy a property because like I spent all this money on training, you know? And I now know, get a base of knowledge and then just surround yourself like this lady who is kind of coaching yep. you. You find people who are doing stuff. You put yourself in the middle of the, those people and stuff will just happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's the so, biggest thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, um, so you decide you want to buy a real estate. You're going to do it together. Yeah. How does this work? Because then uh, you eventually, I guess, checked out Rockstar or something. Somehow you trickled yeah. into our, our sphere of influence. Yeah. So uh, while I was at Pepsi, uh, I was doing a lot of weightlifting. I hurt my shoulder with between the slug and the cases, the weightlift, everything got so tight. I ended up like tearing like a minor tears on my rotator cuff and stuff. And I just kept slugging it out at Pepsi. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, let me just take time off. 
because they put the fear of God in you to take time off. So I'm like, whatever, I'm going on short-term disability. Like, I was just fed up with the job. I'm like, I'm going on short-term, which isn't a big deal. Like, I should have. Short- I couldn't do the job, yeah, yeah, yeah. but whatever. So I go on short-term, um, like a month off on, on short-term. I'm sitting at home. I'm just like, I'm never going back. Like, I had a month off after, like, three and a half years of working there. I was like, that's it. Like, I can't go back. So it was just like all my energy was going into like, okay, I need a property. I need to get a new job, all this stuff. And then uh, I was trying to find a good deal on a property. And uh, I was trying to find an off-market deal because, you know, you read about, oh, that's where the real deals are. So I was trying to get this off-market deal. And I was like, okay, how can I get like a wholesale thing? So, I'm laughing because we've all been down this path, man. We've all been. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, like, yeah so I'm like, okay, I need to meet people. So like I need to go to some investment groups. So I'm searching up investment groups. And I come across, I guess, Rockstar Real Estate, read about it in some blog post that it's like a Oakville investment group. So I think that's how I found out about you. Oh Checked my you God. out. That's how we're reported as an Oakville investment group. Ugh. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. That, that's what it was oh, in the geez. article. Yeah. Okay. It was all the Ontario. Inv- it was Julie yeah. Broad. It was. Okay. It was we like Julie. Articles. Okay. Yeah. Like I know Julie. you guys okay, are. So then we're yeah. approved. We approve of that. Then. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 All right. All no, right. it's good. Julie's I, good. It got me here. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so then I got sucked into the to the rock star marketing that we're so good at, and then came out to the to the free real estate class. To but at learn. that point, you had it. Had you made an offer on a property of any sort? Yet? No. Okay. And, um, okay. So you were still in the yeah, yeah. yeah. The okay. only reason why was when I was on short term on Pepsi, I couldn't qualify for a mortgage because they said you have to return to full duties. Yeah. So because that was my first thing, I'm like, let me get a property while I'm still at Pepsi before I leave. Right. So I was like trying to get that property, couldn't do it, and but I knew I was like, I'm never going back. So whatever, let's figure something out. I don't know. Um, so I come to this class. The class was awesome. I met yourself, taught a great class. I learned a lot. Um, is that when you started stalking us a little bit? Yeah. 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 That's when, uh, yeah. Cause so for those of you listening and you don't know, Anthony works with, I just, in case we're not clear, I'll have done this in the introduction as well, but Anthony works with us now at rockstar as one of the membership coordinators, taking care of all the great members that we have here, which has been like a perfect fit Anthony. But I remember at the end of one of the classes, it was a Saturday. I don't know why I remember this class. And after the Saturday classes, sometimes my, my son or daughter, my son now drives, but my daughter needs to go somewhere or something. If my wife's not around for whatever reason, and usually she handles it, but I need to get home, take care of some family stuff. And I'm wrapping up. I kind of keep looking over. There's like two or three people asking me questions, which is normal. It's totally fine. I want to be helpful. But then I, I feel like you were kind of lingering a little bit. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? Like, what, you know? And then you came up to me, I think right at the end as I was trying to clean up the classroom and just get out of there. Yeah. And I think you, you said something. I can't remember what you said. Like, I want to work with you guys or I don't know what you said. Uh, I, was like, I think you knew we were, we had a, we had a job posting out, I think at the time. Yeah. You, you sent out a posting and then two days later, I'm like, this is it. Like I'm going for it. It was like an administrator position. I just wanted to get in here. So I started getting my resume together. And uh, as soon as it's all together, the posting is like gone. I'm like, there's no way they found someone that fast. Like, no, we, and, and we didn't find someone that fast. It's just what happens when we put a posting out. First of all, for the coaches here, we've never really advertised to grow Rockstar in that way. Coaches who work here with other investors have always just come from, you know, different weird sources. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make that clear because we've never really advertised for, uh, for coaches. We have advertised for different positions like yours, Anthony. And when we put that posting up there, I don't know, we got like, Nick was handling it, but I think we got between 200 and 350 resumes wow. in a few days. Yeah. So we just have to, you have to turn it off because you can't even, you can't even sort through it. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that you came in person, because yeah. here's what I remember, you came to that class yeah. and then I think we had a bigger event because you joined up as a member and you came yep. to the bigger event and I think you said hi again. This yep. is where I think you looked different to me because you had glasses on a longer beard or less of a beard and no yeah, glasses. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, there was like three versions of me when I was yeah. first meeting you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I couldn't, I, I'm like, I think this is the same guy, but I can't remember. <laughs> and uh, I'm old guy. I can't remember if this is the same guy. And then, uh, and then uh, I was telling Nick and Nick was going through all the resumes and uh, it's a bit of a ch- task, right, mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, don't forget, there's also this guy, this member, I don't know, he keeps showing up and he's, I think he wants to apply for the job and it's like really okay like put him on the on the on the short pile you know so just this is just a lesson for anyone who wants a job anywhere if you walk in and make yourself known you're automatically even if the person doesn't like you which wasn't the case for you but you're automatically going to get yourself higher on the list of probability of getting that job yeah because i think at one point you even came in in person in the office and both nick and i were like super busy that day and i think it was christina who came in and said hey there's some guy here at the front what was that about what were you doing Uh, i just i I was like, because after the fast start class, when I talked to you, you're like, yeah, we, we have this position actually opening up a marketing position. 
I'm like, perfect. Like, oh, I'll that's apply. the right. That's the position. Yeah. yeah and yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, but it's my brother who does the, the hiring. I had only met yourself. So I'm like, okay, Nick's the guy. This was my way of saying, dude, don't even bother me. Just talk to Nick. <laughs> yeah. You just threw it off on Nick. So I'm like, okay, Nick's the guy. So I'm like, I need to meet Nick. So then, uh, so the, I was like, I'm just going to show up. Like he works there. Right. So, and I don't even, I don't even want to say this cause now people are going to show up at rockstar or something. But I was like, I'm just going to show up. And Christina's like, no, like they don't, I called in. I'm like, Hey, can I just kind of come in? Meet yeah. yeah Christina knows like, we don't meet people who just walk in. Yeah. Right? she's like, no, they don't take meetings. I'm like, Oh, okay. Like what if I just kind of hang out in the front or like, what? is that what you said? Yeah. I'm oh like, my God. Well, I wasn't I'm like, hang she out. just didn't shut you down big time. She, oh, she did. Yeah. She, she was just like, no, like that's, I'm like, okay, I'm going to just come in and drop something off. And then I was just hoping to like run into Nick or something. And then I came in, I'm like, Hey, I'm the guy who called. Uh, I'm just here. I just wanted to drop this off for Nick or whatever. Like, yeah. Cause I, I think Christina came in and told us and me and Nick were dealing with something. I don't know what it was. And I think it was like, who's at the front? What? Like we couldn't even understand what was going on. Did one of us come and say hi at least? Yeah. yeah Nick. Yeah. You came around you're like, you broke through the barrier. Like, oh, what's yeah, up, okay. man? and I was just like, uh, yeah, just wanted to give this to Nick. And then Nick saw it. He's like, Okay. Like, I think Nick respected the fact that I went to that. Totally. Link. So then yeah, Nick yeah. was like, okay, let me talk to you. So we talked for like 10 minutes and then, you know, applied for the job, went through the whole hiring process and then, you know, got the job, which is amazing. Yeah. Very, very cool. Okay. So, so you got the job with us here, but you still have, you guys had still not purchased a property. No. no. And then as so soon no. as I got, so the you're job telling here. Adrian, you let, you're leaving Pepsi now yeah. and you're working at this rockstar place. What, yeah. what Adrian, what do you think? Did you, Cause did you even know about us? And the company's called rockstar real estate. Were you worried for your buddy here? <laughs> like I've never heard of rockstar before, but, uh, no, I wasn't worried. He, he's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. So I, he had full confidence. He made the right choice. And I'm kind of jealous, to be honest, because <laughs> I see how he is now. And he just seems like he loves working here and just couldn't be a better fit. Cool. For him. Give him another year. We'll, uh, another, <laughs> we'll, we'll break him down. We'll break him down. But that's cool. Okay. So then you start working here. And then, and then what's the next step? What happens? Uh, it's, yeah, pre-qualify immediately. I got the new income. Uh, pre-qualify, couldn't qualify for much on my own. I knew Adrian was similar income to me uh, over at Pepsi. So I knew he would be the same. I'm like, dude, let's just do this together. And then because our mentor Tucker was telling us, try not to do it together if you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see where she would be coming from. Sometimes joint ventures can get sticky. So uh, I could totally respect that advice for sure. I mean, for her, it was just like from a a credit point of view, like just for financing for more, like don't corner yourself. Totally. Don't pigeonhole yourself. what a great lady she was to you. Amazing. That level of advice is top notch, man. I can't even. (laughs) For free too. Like it was crazy. Yeah. 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 We would just take her out. Adrian, always talk right into the mic. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, There we go. Um, Yeah. We would just take her out like for lunch and I'd bring it. I'd be like, hey, can I bring my buddy Adrian? And then so I'd introduce Adrian and then. I would tag along pretty much. Adrian would tag along and we would just pepper her. Adrian, full respect to you for tagging along and doing that. There's a, at your age, there's a million other things you could have been doing. Right. So that's awesome, man. Way to go. Thank you. Like that shows a lot about you. So yeah, I was super interested at the time. So just, I was absorbing everything she was saying. So it was a great experience and I wish she was still around just to thank her for all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, one day you guys could do something nice for her. There might be a family there or something. She yeah. sent you guys yeah, a book. Yeah. Maybe you send her some family member or some random thing one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always a way to pay it forward like that. That would How cool would that be? 100%. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, okay, so um, you're here now. You get pre-qualified. And then yeah. how do you start deciding, like, because, you know, we, do, we talk a lot about different real estate stuff here mm-hmm. at Rockstar. How do you decide what property, what city, like, how did that process work? Yeah, it was uh, like your own thinking. Like, what was it like? I just want any investment property. Like, did you guys say I want a student rental or I want cash flow or I want the city? Yeah, cash flow was a requirement. Okay, positive cash flow. Um, We both, while at Pepsi, speculated in weed stocks. Yeah, like everybody else. Sure. And uh, we took a hit, and that's when I learned. We both learned: don't speculate, invest. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that was a big so step. Cool. It had to pay us. Yeah. Um, cool. Awesome. That is a big step because for years I didn't understand that. And I didn't understand the difference even between flipping homes, which Nick and I were doing. We're like, I'm like, this is, it took us about a decade to understand that. Wow. Flipping homes isn't real estate investing. That's like speculation, which isn't bad. You can make yeah. money at it. Absolutely. Sure, we yeah. both did. And you can lose money at it. That, that we know just people who, who have. And, and so there's nothing wrong with it. I don't want to confuse that matter at all. It's just, it took us about a decade to understand, <laughs> oh, wait a second. Investors actually are buying streams of cash flow. Like in, investors like buy something and there's like a cash flow component to the investment. All the sophisticated investors we've met, you know, real estate or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So, uh, okay, cool. So that's a, that's a huge lesson you picked up early. Yeah, learn the hard way. Okay, yeah. so it had to have some cash flow component. And then what? What yeah. was another criteria? Yeah, so our thing was uh, let's get a duplex. Um, and we could qualify for a certain amount. And we started looking, okay, where can we get a duplex? Um, that we were just priced out of pretty much every city. Like we were looking yeah. for Hamilton, couldn't really. What afford. was your price point that you guys were capping out at that you needed to hit? Four sixty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it had to, to s- be turnkey because we didn't have any money for uh, renovations yeah. or anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just was, like yeah, yeah normal. We had certain criteria that we were looking for. So yeah, between the two of us, we had enough scrape together for a down payment. That's it. So it had to be turnkey. That yeah, that's another good criteria. Um, and we started looking, and the only kind of turnkey places that were like rent ready that we could turn around and rent, um, they were either in a horrible location, like a bad pocket of St. Catharines, and there's tons of amazing pockets, but there's you know a certain bad pocket yeah, 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 you should not invest it. in, yeah. like any city, um, or uh, they were non-conforming. And I was taking advice from you, from our coach, um, from all the lessons. Because you were working with Mike Desormo here. I, right? with Mike I know here. you know all the coaches and you've talked to ev- of course, pretty much yeah. everybody here, yeah. but primarily that's who you ended up working with. Right? Yeah, and yeah. On, then all the content you guys produce as well. Like, um, podcasts, and then everything. direct advice oh. from you, podcasts. We both probably listen to every single podcast on this show mm-hmm. especially the one with you and mike about just filling your property and stuff there's a lot of good information in that one too. awesome cool thank you for sharing that and we've had a bunch of people who haven't even purchased properties with us at rockstar who have listened to that particular podcast and they've come and told us that one of them told mike actually said hey i've been an investor for i don't know five or six or seven years i've never i've never filled properties before myself but after listening to that oh, podcast i felt crazy. confident i didn't have to hire it out anymore mm-hmm. and i just followed what you guys said in that podcast so if you are listening to this and you want to know how to fill a property circle back to that episode i don't even know idea which episode it is (laughs) how to fill a property it's probably titled that i would get in the car because we ended up going with a rental home to yeah sorry so you bought a a single family home in st Catharines. yeah 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 but i would get in the car to like drive to st Catharines, and adrian have that podcast teed up and he would just be like he'd rewind back to like one spot he'd be like dude we're not doing this like we need to do this and adrian like it was so much. It got to the point where I was like, I can't listen to these guys anymore. I'm like, I eight hours a day, like here I'm at Rockstar. I'm always listening to our content. It was the podcast. Like, and it was that same podcast over and over. I'm like, dude, eventually I was like, I can't listen to these Stab guys. Stab me, man. Stab yeah. me. I want to fill this property. I don't care. Like, yeah, but Adrian just kept like rewinding. So, like, so when you guys bought the, the yeah. rent to own, obviously didn't have a tenant. You bought a single family home. The, yeah. the people who were living in it moved out. You So you then had a vacant property. So mm-hmm. that's why you're listening to this podcast. You're trying to, oh, yeah. Adrian, you're basically saying, I got to get somebody in this care. freaking yeah, property. It's funny. The, the number one fear of most new investors is like vacancies, right? Like, we're never going to find somebody for this property. This property is going to not be rented for eight months. You that know, that's my number one fear. Of course. Much. And it's yeah. normal. So you, that's why you were uh, listening to that so much. Yeah. yeah just yeah, getting yeah. more confidence and yeah, it's good. So just to go back quickly, we wanted to do the duplex, but uh, the only ones we could find that met that criteria uh, were non-conforming and we listened to your advice. Um, okay. Would you buy this property if you're comfortable with the worst case scenario? And would you hold it for a minimum of 10 years, even if the worst case scenario happened? And if you're okay... Damn, that sounds like good advice. That's something we said? <laughs> That's something yeah, you oh, said awesome. directly That's to really me. Good. That sounds really good. I like yeah. giving that advice. So <laughs> if you're ready to buy that property and hold on to it for the next 10 years, no matter what, even if the worst case scenario happens, then you're, you can't lose. You're good. And uh, we actually had an offer in on this one property and went through all the emotions and negotiating our first property and stuff like that. Feeling like you're getting ripped off. Every time. Yeah, yeah. and just like such a huge experience for us. And then, uh, and then we ended up backing out of the deal after the home inspection. And here's where like the value of the Rockstar Network comes in um, because we were like, it's non-conforming. Our worst case scenario is uh, uh, somebody reports it to bylaw and they kind of shut down the basement unit, which was non-conforming. And uh, we we're only getting one income. And then we'd be negative cash flow. Uh, we'd be in the hole every month. And... We were like, that's bad. Like, we don't want that. Um, so we, I then reached out to Andy Tran to ask him about it. And Andy's the legal second suite guy uh, who consults people how to add second suites and stuff. And then Andy Tran put me in touch with the home inspector he works with, who's also a Rockstar member, Rob Chain. And then Rob Chain a tight circle. did a tight our home circle. inspection, and which was great because when we met him for the home inspection, we were like, okay, what's your ballpark range? How much is it going to cost us to legalize? Because he does all the legalization inspections with Andy Tran. So we found out the exact number it was going to take. It was awesome. like 40 grand. And we were like, we're not going to have 40 grand. <laughs> you guys freaked out. So, yeah. we're 40 like, grand. so we're like, worst case scenario is like we're in the hole and it costs, it's going to cost us 40 grand. Like that might not be a big deal five years from now. Maybe we have some equity. Maybe we have some savings. Yeah, you'll be in a different place financially. We're but when you're starting, place. 40 grand. So much. we're like, worst, okay, that's bad. Okay, so what's our next play? And so we backed out of the deal. And then it was like, 
what about this rent to own thing? This thing Rockstar talks about all the time. So we're like, we can cash. Just so we're, and we're clear on this. We used to do so many rent to owns. Now it's probably less than even 10% of our overall, uh, you know, investor yeah. business that we do yeah. here. But uh, it's still a completely viable strategy that a lot of people don't want to use. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. So you guys went down that path. I didn't even know what a rent to own was. Like when he was explaining it, I was like, okay, let's try it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we go rent to own. So as soon as we know rent own, we're like, we need a property good for rent own. So then we're not looking at duplexes anymore. We're looking at, you know, good single family homes, nice homes, nice areas. So we found our property, put an offer in, got the property and on our way to filling a rent own. So yeah. Awesome. So then how long did it take start? Cause you guys are living in Brampton driving to St. Catharines, like kudos to that. Yeah. You know, like that's a big undertaking, like on a Tuesday night when you're tired and, uh, you don't yeah, feel like going like, to St. Catharines. That's not an easy place to get to. We right? were doing like three showings at first, one during the week and then two on weekends just because yeah. we were so eager to fill it. And uh, You learned that's that too was, much, That's right? too much, yeah. yeah. That was a mistake. That's, that's way wrong. too much. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, St. Catharines. It took us six weeks to, to eventually Okay, so you were time. advertising six weeks. How were, yeah. how were those first few meetings in the house? Where, were you guys together when tenants were coming in to look at the house? Yeah, we oh, yeah. Okay. did most of how, them Did together. you guys have any freak out moments? The reason, I, I want to share something. I can't remember if you know this or not, Anthony, but on a, one of our very first rent-to-owns, very first, I was there by myself for some reason. Nick was going to come up a little bit later. Some guy, I think it was literally the fir- on our first rent-to-own and the first guy in the door. He chews me up. He literally rips me an asshole. Like, you guys are crazy if you think you're going to get this rent in this neighborhood. Because we, we weren't even charging aggressive rent. It was just slightly higher than, like, what normal rent would be. Yeah. Like, I don't mean $1,000 a month higher. I mean, just, I think it was, like, $150 higher. It wasn't hardly yeah. anything higher. Yeah. And, uh, and then the buyout price, he like, you're crazy if you think homes in this area are going to be sold for that much. You know, and I literally remember going, he left. No one came for a few minutes. I walked up the stairs into one of the bedroom. I sat, there was no furniture. I sat against the wall, put my head, I think just between my knees and thinking, what have I done? What have we bought? Why, why do we always buy the worst piece of real estate? We're going to fail. I've ruined my life, my family's yeah. life. I've probably ruined Nick's life. And then from there, we've gone on with Rockstar to do over a thousand, at least just in Hamilton That's on crazy. rent to own. Wow. That's insane. Just, Hamilton. Oh wow. my gosh. I, I should go count it again. We stopped counting at about 800 and change uh, in, in the Hamilton area. Um, but yeah, we're well over 1,000 total on just, just that strategy. Never mind student rentals, legal second suites, flip, yeah. people, rehabs, burr strategy stuff, yeah. like everything you can imagine, right? But that one first property, I thought, oh my God. And then Nick <laughs> showed up like 10 minutes later. And I guess Nick hadn't been through that experience. So And he was just like, hey, we got to get this done. He's like, you better snap out of this, dude. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, we're going to yeah. get this rented. Just Nick, snap. Nick will get you on track real just quick. Just snap out of it. And we've had different times. And then it's funny because on that very uh, first property, the tenants who moved in there didn't ultimately buy the property. And they left the property. And we were used to be worried of that. But then we just re-rented it out. Actually, that particular property we turned into a student rental. Because we did the math and we're like, oh my gosh, this one, this one happens to be close to Mohawk. Why don't we just try a student rental? So yeah. we just advertised it as a student rental. We got more rent than we were getting before. Yeah. And uh, the guy who didn't buy it didn't buy it because his girlfriend didn't like the size of the house when he got a new girlfriend. So they moved to a bigger house. He like walked away from it. Um, and uh, we rented it out as a student rental. And then once a set of students kind of trashed the house a little bit. Out of all our years owning a student, it wasn't even trashed. I would say we were both going on summer vacations and it was right before our summer vacation. And uh, we had to deal with like some repairs and some, they had moved out and left beds and dressers. So it wasn't even trashed. It was just, they left the house kind of messy, right? Yeah. And we had to go deal with it. And Nick was just like, sell this piece of crap, sell this house. Just get rid of this house. You know, yeah. when you're in that, so you guys yeah. be warned, you'll be in that emotional moment. And I had to be the one like, Nick, we're not selling assets. Yeah. We got to hold on to assets. We're keeping it. And we look back at that day thinking, thank God we did not sell that property because yeah. that property has gone up at least two, $300,000 at yeah. this point in value. Right? Wow. So, a, a, sorry, a long story to just share our own kind of craziness. Yeah. So when you guys were in the house yourselves, yeah. what, who freaked out at the at first? Was it Anthony or AJ? I know one of you freaked out. You tell me. Uh, I mean, our first showing was just a gong show. It was, yeah. we invited half of St. Catharines to come. Uh, and we were, uh, we had a fake ad before because apparently you're oh, not allowed man. to advertise your property before closing or something like that. So, oh, okay. Cause you, well, you didn't have, it's, it's not really a, a fake ad. You didn't have possession of the pro. You didn't own the property right. and you were yeah. already advertising. Yeah. But, but like a fake, but we were using like 
photos of another house. Okay. That are close. <laughs> we try to find like okay. pictures I that were. We were good. using an end unit town home. Uh, okay. I think I pulled it from like Fergus. Okay. And uh, the photos, like a listing okay. in Fergus. Right. And we're like, okay, nobody's going to be looking in Fergus and St. Catharines. Okay. Because uh, okay, so you're running this trying to get leads and it sounds like it worked. To build up leads. So then the day we get possession, we hit the ground running. We got like leads lined up. Come to but the people house. come to the house and yeah, they realize we, we it doesn't closed, look like the pictures that they saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We closed actually, oh man. So we closed Halloween night. Um, drove there. We each drove up there after work that day. And uh, we made business cards at Staples saying rent to own uh, with our cons, all credit welcome, with our phone number, like our 24-hour info line. And we put uh, this, uh, this rent to own isn't a trick it's a treat for your whole family something like that <laughs> and then we drop them with the candy in like kids bags because we'd be like oh the parents are out there we put the uh -huh. sign on the front lawn we're like oh, let's try that so it's a vacant property just you two in it and you're giving out candies to kids who are coming by for yeah trying to market with, with this little car so you're mark yeah, yeah. you're using halloween to carry your marketing message 100 <laughs> just pure scumbag uh -huh. like oh marketing oh, no it's not scumbag you're hustling man I we're like hustling it. You're yeah hustling. we're trying everything we sent out letters to the whole neighborhood saying this is what we're doing smart uh, yeah. You know, don't be alarmed by the all credit welcome thing. And then uh, and people do get alarmed by that. So that's super smart. Well, I picked that up from uh, Erica's podcast on here. So yeah. Awesome. Great tip. And then so we sent that out. Um, what else were we doing? Yeah. So our first showing, we weren't even showing the right property. So the day before when we did our confirmation calls to get people to actually show up, we we're like, hey, by the way, uh, it's a different property. Uh, we just couldn't advertise. We just told them the truth. We we're like, we couldn't advertise with the actual photos. So we tried to find a similar property. But yeah, it's still beautiful. Like here's the new listing. We put up the listing as soon as we got possession of the actual house and then had them come out. But we invited like half of St. Catharines. So there was like 14 buy units. So 14 different people at the house, but they would bring their wives, husbands. 14 is too many. Families man. within like a more. half hour, yeah. maybe more. Yeah, yeah, because we had like it's crazy. them come in the first half hour, then more people come in the second half hour. So the doorbell's ringing off the hook. Adrian was manning the sign in sheet at the front. Which is, I guess, a rock star tip where you sign in with the amounts, with your name and stuff, and then with the amount you have available to put down as your option payment for the house. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you don't understand rent to own, in exchange for accepting somebody with bad credit, you ask for an option fee. You're selling an option for them to buy the property, and you sell that option to get some money up front. And the reason you're getting money up front is that gives you some security because they don't have good credit. So that's the exchange. We'll let you in the house with bad credit. Our security is some lump sum of money up front. That's how yeah. our rent own works. That's the exchange. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So all these people start showing up. Adrian's man in the front trying to get everyone to sign in. It's my first showing, so I don't even know what to do. I'm just, <laughs> You're just pointing at the sign-in sheet. greeting people. Like, sign in, please, please. Yeah. I'm in the kitchen. I was going to explain the program because I was a bit more familiar with it. Uh, so I'm explaining the program. There's like groups of people waiting. I'm like, shit, I'm keeping people waiting. So I'd, I would like gather everyone together like a, like a huddle. I'd be like explaining to the whole huddle and I'm selling the program. I don't even know how the program fully works. Like I didn't even understand it completely oh, yet. Oh geez, we let you down, Anthony. We no, I did. I knew, I knew what I had to know to tell them, but like the next steps, like I like halfway through the showing, I'm like, I think I should be getting deposits. So and I had been in the classes and stuff. You just get overwhelmed. You got to right? do it. You got to do yeah, it. Yeah. So then so you, you get overwhelmed. So then I run out. I'm like, Adrian, I covered the kitchen. There's all these people in the house. I call Mike in the middle of the show. And I'm like, I should be getting deposits, right? He's like, yeah. Like, okay. I'm going to get deposits. <laughs> so I hang up, start getting deposits. From that first showing, we actually got, we hit the trifecta, what we call the rent home trifecta. We had, uh, yeah, you can explain it. Uh, good income. So the rent, uh, the income had to be three times the rent. Um, a good option payment, like a decent amount of option payment, and uh, just just good, good gut feel about the person. That yeah, which is important. The yeah. gut feel, yeah, and a good story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are the credit and stuff like yeah. that. Awesome. Credit awesome. wasn't too big of a deal, but it okay. was like just like so. You guys thought you had it done. Terrible. Yeah. You guys thought you done, you finished it on. Yeah. Day one. So yeah, we had the first. We had we hit the trifecta. Fifteen grand option payment, and I remember like telling you about. It. I'm like, yeah, like. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And you were like, dude, that's huge. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. For showing. Felt. Well, just from a from an investment point of view, and, and I know this one did not come together, yeah. right? But when, when you hear someone say 15,000 and you're not getting excited about it, I'm like, hey, just look, if you had put that money you used for the down payment in like, let's say the stock market, and within the first six weeks, you got $15,000 back, the ROI on that is yeah. absolutely massive. It's insane. So people I find in real estate sometimes are dismissive of certain aspects of real estate. And I'm like, are you crazy? Like, where else are you going to be able to get that? Like, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. It's non-refundable that you can go and use to do whatever else you want. Yeah. Anyway, let's stay on track. So you, these people ultimately, though, don't pan out. Yeah. No, they don't pan out. We're on the way to sign the lease with them in St. Catharines. We're on the Burlington Skyway. 
uh, or Hamilton Skyway, whatever. And then, uh, and she texts me. She's like, ah, uh, cold feet. Yeah. Cold feet backed out. I'm like, all right, turn around. Which is valid, right? Like somebody, a parent, a family member, somebody told them, oh, what are you doing about a house? Like, it's a big deal for the yeah. tenant moving in too, right? Yeah. So you always yeah. want to kind of respect that. Yeah. And I just want to rewind just a little bit when you were showing uh, properties. Nick and I, don't feel bad about not know, knowing what you were doing in the property. Nick and I knew so little. We didn't have anybody to train us. Right. So we mm. had one buddy. He wasn't even a buddy. He was more like a mentor to us in Ohio who kind of explained this stuff to us. We drove to Ohio to talk to him, but we'd already bought a rent to own here and started showing it. We thought you had to get people to fill out applications before they entered the house. Mm. So we were at the front <laughs> door. You know, the little <laughs> application. We're like, oh, if you want to see this house, you have to fill out an application. So there was yeah. a little half wall like when people would walk in and we would make them fill out a full out application for the rent to own. And only that, then after we're like, OK. Yeah, I guess that we got all the information. Okay, welcome. Look through the house. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were telling the guy after, he's like, what are you doing? He goes, you don't get people to like apply for the house that they've never seen, man. You got to let them through the house. Yeah, and we're yeah. like, oh, but it taught me the power of when you confidently ask for something with conviction in your voice, anything is possible in the world. You know, like that's where I learned that. I'm like, oh my gosh, grown adults who, you know, I thought no more than me about real estate. We're just mm -hmm. listening to me say, you need an application. Like on our application, we had driver's license number, number yeah. social insurance, uh, social insurance number. And they just gave us all the information before they walked through the house. Crazy, it just yeah. was such a big lesson, even yeah. though it was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. I learned, Oh, if and you you're in ask, your twenties, right? Like you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah in our twenties. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's twice your age. You're yeah. That's yeah. another thing. People like, we're just a couple of young guys. Right. So it's like that you're talking to older people. Yeah. So like, I know, like we teach at the classes and stuff, you know, dress casually, like don't be the Mr. Real estate professional and stuff. But I'm like, like I've got a baby face. Like maybe I should be dressing a bit more formal, like make myself a bit more no, legit. No, no, but no, no just we just dress casual. Yeah, just be It was you. fine. Nobody brought it up. Like, oh, a couple of young, nobody brought it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. They're looking to, they have a problem that you're offering a solution for. They right. have a family that needs to live somebody somewhere. They're, yeah. not, they're, yeah, they're yeah. not debating you guys at that point. They're like, they got a problem. They're focused yeah. on them. Right. They're yeah. not focused on you. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, okay. So you get the call in the Burlington Skyway. You're like, ah, shit, we knew it was too good to be true. These yeah. rock star guys, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and then you pulled her, you turned around and went home, I guess? Yeah, turned around. It was, uh, yeah, just, you know, we were, took the wind out of her sails a bit. We had, this is another lesson we learned. We had turned off marketing. We oh, stopped marketing. Big, yeah. We thought we had it. Yeah, we thought, we, thought we had it in the bag. It was like, she was fired up. She was ready. She had the money. Uh, good, great people. Um, it was a trifecta. We were like, first showing, like, yeah. And then uh, turned off marketing and then, uh, you know, took the window out of her sales. And then we just realized after a couple of days, like, she's not signing this. Like, we got to fill this thing. So kicked it back up again. And then just every show and beyond that, we'd just be like, okay, what did we do wrong? What can we learn from? Uh, how can we improve? And then each one was just like a learning experience and then improving on each one. And looking back, I'm actually happy she backed out just because yeah. of the amount of stuff we learned without within the six weeks, like how we can improve, what we can do to get better for next time. You for, you for guys actually time. went through, age. remember, right, right into, Sorry. I need you, you speak softly, I need you right in the mic. Um, the, the reason um, <clears throat> you guys have no idea the education you just picked up there because sometimes investors do fill a property on their first showing and it actually comes back to the haunt them a little bit because then they'll go on to buy a, their second property and if they don't fill the property on the very first showing on their second property they are sometimes convinced themselves that the market's saturated and they're never going to rent their house and they slip into this real like almost like a dark place where you really have to motivate them and say no no, no. like you filled the property on the first showing last time that's great it doesn't always happen that way give it two three four five six. if at the six week mark in this market you haven't filled it then yes let's talk mm -hmm. but let's give it some time here mm -hmm. so what you guys went through is actually moved your experience level higher faster so it was actually a positive yeah right yeah so okay so you turn up the marketing again and you're going back mm -hmm. down there anything else anything else happen uh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like I know one story that yeah. I want to bring up. Let's throw Adrian under the bus. No, well, I don't know if it's throwing Adrian under the bus. You can throw him under the bus, oh, but I knew Linda? one story. The, There's, no, didn't you have funny. a? He didn't do anything wrong. Didn't you have a quasi stalker type tenant? Yeah. Was, so we we had our uh, e-voice number for voicemails. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and we started getting all these voicemails from this woman who, uh, you know, isn't in the best place in life. Might not be, you know, just whatever. She's not in the best place starts leaving these kind of crazy voicemails. Scream. So maybe not mentally stable. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, trying to put it in a polite way. Yeah. But um, yeah, just these crazy voicemails like, 
uh, demanding we rent the house to her. She's like, I need this house. Like, rent to me. She's screaming, like, top of her top of her lungs screaming. Me and Adrian are like, what the hell? So she's freaking us out a bit. So we obviously don't respond. Uh, just hoping she goes away or something. Just hoping she goes away. But she, she doesn't. She just keeps leaving these crazy voicemails and, like, telling us all these crazy things. And then uh, one day we do a showing on, like, a Wednesday night. We're driving back. I think, I think we're in, like, Oakville, driving through Oakville, still on the way to Brampton. And I get a call from the next-door neighbor at the house who uh, we had introduced ourselves to the first night, which was a good thing because he had our number. So he gave us a call. He's like, some, like, drunk, like, crazy woman just showed up at my door, uh, like, just, like, looking for looking for the a rental property, like, is for yours, I guess, next door. We had just left, so we just missed this woman. And we weren't, we didn't put our address up. We had just the main intersection. So not even, like, the, the street, because it was a suburb. Like, we had the main intersection, like, two main roads. And so she somehow found the property. And uh, so she, she was, like, trying to, like, force her way into, like, the neighbor's house. And uh, she was, and then she left us a voicemail after. She actually got my personal number. She so, called my, yeah, so he, he calls me. And I'm, like, freaked. I'm, like, oh, holy crap, like, this must be the woman who's leaving the voicemails. Like, it has to be her. Right as I'm thinking that, and I think bef- before I even could call Adrian, or maybe I was on the phone with him telling him what's happening, we're, like, both freaking out. Uh, she she calls me, and then I think I merged Adrian onto the call. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I merged Adrian on. So we're both driving down the 410 in Brampton at this point, and I pull up next to his car as this woman's talking to me, and I, and I look at his face. I drive up, and he's like... And I just look over. He didn't know I was beside him. I look over at his face as he's driving. He's just like, oh, my God. And then I look at him. He just looks at me like, <laughs> we're just like mouthing to each other. Like, what the hell? And uh, and she was, yeah, she was just like, oh, the kids are already calling me grandma. Like, the neighbor's kids. And I think they were saying, like, like yelling to their grandma. Like, grandma, there's a crazy woman at the door or something. Yeah. So whatever. Just freaked us out. We thought she was going to throw, like, a brick through the window. You know, we told her we had rented it out. We're like, we're sorry we can't rent. The lease is already signed. She's, like, telling us to rip up the lease and rent to her. Um, so, uh, we both get freaked out and, uh, welcome to dealing with the general population, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. But I'm talking to like Adrian the next day about it. And he's like, yeah, dude, I took down the ads and I was just, I was like, wait, what? Like, dude, we still have to fill it. So Adrian, you are just like, forget it. I'm yeah. not advertising this property. I'm just anymore. like, who else is out there that's going to like keep doing this stuff? So I'm just like, <laughs> so you had a vacant safe. property still, but you're like, we're not going to advertise it anymore. Like just for like a couple of days, just to like I figure think, yeah. it out. I get where he's coming. We I don't blame you. I don't, I don't blame you either. Low. I mean, thank God you guys had each other on that. Like if you're on your yeah. own, this is the kind of thing where it is valuable, especially when you're younger to have like a buddy or a partner, you know, do it with you because you need that sounding board. And this is where we tell everyone you need a team around you too, because you need some other people in your life to be able to say, Hey, this is normal. There are some people out there that are yeah. going to maybe get a little excessive yeah. on tracking you down for properties. We've had it. Our Nick and I have both had that kind of stuff happen. Just keep doing your thing. You ultimately own the property you approve who gets in the property not yeah. them and uh because when i was younger sometimes i felt intimidated by people like oh my gosh this person like they're telling me they're getting the property like they're the ones getting the property and i didn't even know if i wanted to select them yeah. you know and i would be influenced a little bit when i was younger as crazy and sad as maybe that sounds yeah um so cool you guys had each other to get through that yeah but you put the ads back on that, after yeah, a few days after a few <laughs> days i realized yeah. like this woman's not worth it and this uh, property is way more important than yeah Cool. And she didn't go away. Right. She she kept driving by. She called. She the sign's still up on the front lawn, like the rent owner. So when sign. did she eventually just disappear? <laughs> I just I just I was like, what are we doing here? Like this woman, like we were driving to another showing, and we were like, what if this woman's just there? I'm like, we just got fed up. I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna call her. So we were in the car together. And I just called her. I'm like, listen, you need to leave us alone. We can't help you. Like we wish we could help you. We can't help you. Like I'm sorry, but I was just like super firm with her, and she was like whatever, doing her thing. But then she was like, okay. And then that was it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Clear, concise communication. Ultimately the frustration got to you and you did it. So good for you. Another yeah. big step. Awesome. Yeah. The more we ignored yeah. it, like the more aggressive she got. So we, we had to <laughs> totally just- man. Nick and I have this thing in life, man. It's like the things you don't want to do or you don't want to face are the things you must do and must face. It's a good way to look at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like unfortunate, but it's true. Yeah. You know, and every time we've like addressed one of these situations that we were kind of like avoiding, it's always kind of raised our experience level up. Yeah. So good for you guys, man. Cool. Yeah. So you got through that. You advertise it. Go do some more showings. Took you about six weeks and you find somebody. Yeah. We had another person who got cold. It wasn't so much cold feet, but um, she had 13 grand down, hit the trifecta. We were going to go with her. And um, and then, but Just her eight. money, yeah, her money was locked up in a GIC um, and it would have cost her 1800 bucks to break it. And then that's when we learned another huge lesson, like just make it up as you go because she was like, oh, I, 
like if I break this GIC, I'm going to have to pay an $1,800 penalty. And instantly it was just like, okay, let's think on our feet. Okay, well, what if we knock the option payment down to 11 grand? Because you're going to lose that you know, close to two grand. So 11 instead of 13. And then we'll take off 1800 off the buyout price as well. Like you can just make it up. Yeah, like I didn't yeah. realize you could do that, but you yeah, can just make mm-hmm. stuff up as you yeah, go Yeah, I want to just check your language there a little bit. It's not necessarily just making up because that sounds like you're fabricating something. Yeah. But you yeah, can yeah. adjust on the fly. The world's your oyster. Like these numbers yeah. when it comes to real estate, you are in control of them. Right. Yeah. So you're right. It is like making it up, uh, pulling it from thin air, whatever you want to say. But yeah, it's it's you were doing something that you could rightfully do. You yeah. could change what you were asking for yeah. to adjust to the situation. Yeah. There's right? yeah. A better way of putting it would be that like there's no rules to it. No rules. That's what I mean. Like yeah. there's which, which, obviously... I lo- which I personally love. Yeah. It gives you so much flexibility. Yes. Right. Yeah. So cool. And then that one didn't come. So together. no, she didn't want to break the GIC. Um, that's fine. Um, she might contact us in the future for a future rental. And she's still pretty interested. But um, so that one didn't work out either. So that was like, but by then we had learned to keep the marketing up. Yeah. So we, you know, Adrian was great with that. He never let off the marketing. Awesome. And I would I learn my lesson. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he was great. He'd keep it up. And then I would have my part, you know, trying to close the deal and talk to the person. Let's just get the lease signed. Uh, so we'd split up tasks. Like it's just been great. Yeah. Cool. So you ultimately, we ultimately get okay. The and then, yeah. so what did you sign? Are you go- willing to share that? Yeah. So the guy put uh 8,000 down. Um, he's paying 2290 for a townhome. Cool. And is it, are you, you're getting the cash flow on the monthly amount that you, I want to have a discussion, yep. but are you covering your costs? Are you $50 under or $50 over or right on? Where are you? Yeah, we're break even. Um, we're like 25 bucks under, but if you count the option payment and divide that $8,000 option payment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're doing that for me. Because, yeah, the discussion here was at one point on yeah. one of the things, you guys had somebody who was pretty interesting. I think they might have been the second person. I forget. Yep. But the monthly rental amount that you were negotiating, I think, was going to be like $100 under your carrying costs. Mm-hmm. And I think the wording that you had used to me was that, ah, this doesn't cash flow. And I'm like, whoa, 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 time out here. Someone's going to give you $8,000 or 10 or 15, whatever that situation was. You have that in your bank already. You must count that as some of your cash flow that's coming back into your life. Yeah. Like we can't just say, no, that's not cash flow. No, that is cash flow. If you want, take the yeah. whatever amount, divide it. But how long is this lease? 36 months. 36 months. Divide it by 36 months. And whatever that amount is monthly, just assume that you've uh, you've now taken that up front. Yeah. And so many people on a, on a rent to own strategy kind of dismiss that. I'm like, yeah. whoa, that's yeah. that's that's one way to do math. But you are if, if that math is omitting a lot of cash flow that went directly into your bank very early on in the ownership yeah, of the property. Yeah, it's not the big picture. Like we it's, were, it's we were not. The you're getting, from the yeah, forest, you're getting people. You, you get lost in it. Yeah. But uh, good for you guys. So, um, so you're kind of breaking even on the monthly, but you got the eight thousand dollars up front that you can then now use to as a return on your investment or start putting towards whatever else you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so super cool, man. How did you when you signed that? Were you guys both? Did one of you sign the lease? Were you both there? What happened with that? Uh, the lease, I think you signed, right? Yeah. And with Shane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you signed it. How did you how did you guys feel when he called you and said, Hey, we signed it and you collected the money? It just felt amazing. It's like, wow, we actually filled the rent to own property. It's like Yeah, I didn't even call Adrian. I sent him the guy paid his cash money. So we had oh, yeah, the we video. had like because you did first, last, and then cash. Um so we had like I had like twelve grand on the kitchen counter in cash, like hundred dollar bills. So I put on like some rap song, like a Drake song. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 10 bands. I think oh it was 10 gosh. bands. It's like, oh, good talking, for you guys, man. Rapping about like bands of cash. Yeah, yeah. And I think a band is, I don't yeah. know how much a band it's is. It's a thousand. It's yeah. a thousand. Yeah. So we had more than 10 bands. So I, I sent Adrian the song 10 bands. I'm like dancing. I got the cash in my hand and Adrian just gets off work at Pepsi at 10. He sees the video and he's just like amazing yeah, good, good for you guys yeah. and there's going to be more ahead like we're talking about now um you know anytime rent is late you can't you know buy into any excuses unfortunately even if there may be legitimate reasons that they can't make rent you have to run this now as a business this is a business right, right. Mm-hmm. so you have to be firm that was the next mistake nick and i would make we bought into people's stories for not paying rent and we would give them so much leeway three four months would go by and we were eating the costs on the property that we couldn't be affording because the mortgage still came out of our bank account. Right. And then we got frustrated. You know, back to your point, how you got frustrated with this lady who was kind of like all over you. Yeah. Nick and I just got frustrated and said, hey, look, you got to pay us rent. 
like we we can't make it anymore. We're we're gonna lose the freaking house. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was when we got to that point, we're like, we're never gonna let that happen again. So now the way it is, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look uh, look at it, is the day after rent is due. If we don't get it, we fill out the N four form. And we start the process and we tell everybody, hey, look, we know you're going to pay in like three days. This is just something we do on every property. This is a business to us. We make no bones about it, right? And as soon as we kind of ran it like that, um, things got a lot more straight. We weren't as buddy-buddy with some of our tenants and it was a little bit more, you know, tenant-landlord relationship, but still very friendly and respectful. But it was just a little bit more business-like. So that'll be the the next thing we have to watch with you guys, just how you process all that stuff, right? Yeah. So cool. So what's uh yeah good 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 job. You played the Drake music or whatever it was. And <laughs> God's plan came out or whatever you were playing, and then uh, you uh, you uh, you you sent a text message over, and there must yeah. have been a sigh of relief. So oh, good yeah, for you, for sure. Yeah, yeah. good great for feeling, you. Great sure. feeling. Yeah, good for you guys, man. Congrats. At 24 years old, for you guys to be doing this, uh, it's good times ahead. You know. Yeah. And and I really believe all the stuff that you're going through let's call some of this stuff mistakes, which I don't even think they're mistakes, but like the way you handled some of these people and that kind of stuff, like you wish you called this lady sooner and you wish you didn't take the marketing down. I tell everyone and I said, hey, listen, for you to have a successful life and whatever success means to you, you need to make a lot of mistakes because it's the mistakes that are the raw material that produce your success. And what I mean by that, if you don't make any mistakes, you can't make a good decision next time. Right. So you need the mistakes to be able to say, oh, I've been in this situation before. I'm going to do this now, not that. If you don't have the pool of mistakes, you don't have the raw material to make the good next decisions. And, and, and I get this way with some people who get into like business. Right. And they say, well, Tom, I'm not going to put out YouTube videos like you guys. And they'll somehow think our YouTube videos are good, which I look at our YouTube videos. I'm like, <laughs> like you know, uh, but uh, they say, I'm not as good as you guys on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put the, I'm not going to put them out. And I'm like, no, you have to put them out. And, and I'll say, why do you think? you can't do that. And they're like, well, I'm not good on video. And I'm like, well, show me your last 10 videos that you put out. And then they don't have any. I'm like, well, how do you know you're not good at doing writing videos, doing, uh, creating your own business if you haven't even tried it? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I know you guys are working on another business that we're not talking about too much today, but the value in that even, and I'm sure this business will be a great success, but even if, even if it's not the success, your own personal success is going to benefit from whatever happens with this business, good, bad, or ugly. Mm-hmm. Th- does that make sense? Yep. So you need the mistakes. The mistakes are the success needs raw material. The raw material are your previous mistakes. That's what mistakes are. They're mandatory. If you do nothing because you're too scared, sorry, I know I'm ranting now, I shouldn't. No, shit. No, Maybe it's because you're 24 and I feel like, shit, listen to this. <laughs> uh, but but if you don't make mistakes in life, because a yeah. lot of people I meet in, the, in my 40s now, they'll come to me and they'll say, I can't do this because now I can't make a mistake. Uh, you know, I have a family to support and I have this happening. And I'm like, no, no, no. Even with a family, you must try new things. If you live the rest of your life on this planet, never making a mistake, you're never going to do anything that you want. Yeah. So the fact that you guys are out there now doing all the stuff, it's great. You know? Yeah. We, we kind of say like win or learn, right? You either, yeah, yeah. either going to win yeah. or you're going to McGregor's learn. coach, yeah, right? right? That's a great little book. I like too. that. Little yeah, 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 yeah. John Cavanaugh. John Cavanaugh. Him? Yeah. yeah. Win or learn. Love that. Win or learn. When I started hearing that, I'm like, yeah, that's totally the right approach, man. Mm-hmm. So just watching you guys from like a far, you know, close to you guys, but a little bit afar from the situation too. Really, man, we've been cheering for you the whole time. Yeah. So this is super cool. Yeah. So you're glad you got that Rich Dad Poor Dad book. In uh, the mail, life changed changing. my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. changed my totally, life. Totally, totally. Are what? What are? Uh, what, what? You guys reading any? Is there another book maybe that comes to mind that you really like? Have you read Stephen Pressfield's book yet? The War of Art. No, I have it. Uh, is it The Art of War? Let me Google this up. The Art of War is that like really old book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this uh, is The War of Art, right? Yeah, by that Sun Tzu guy. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not that one. I'm so not the talking War about that of Art. One. Yeah, I have it. I haven't read it yet. Oh my God, you're gonna love it. Yeah, you're gonna love it. You have that book? I have, and I've heard people talk about yeah, it. Yeah, The War of Art. 
yeah. through the blocks and win your inner creative battles. Yeah, yeah. Sergio, who was just on this podcast yeah. earlier this week, I'm losing track of time. Yeah. Um, yes. He mentioned this book. I usually have copies around, so I'll give you a copy. I just don't know where our books are in the office yet. Do you know anything? <laughs> I do, yeah. Do you? I do. do you know if we have this book here? Um, have I given you this book and I, you haven't read it yet? My now I'm going to have to yell at you. My brother <laughs> gave me the book. You gave me, okay. the, you gave me the Win or Learn book, Who I, and oh, I read cool. it, and I shared it with Adrian. Awesome, so, no, awesome, Adrian cool, cool. Yeah, The War of Art. Really quick read. Trust me, read that book, man. Okay. Winning on that book. Done. Um, What's next now? Like, what, what do you, what's, yeah. So you're at Pepsi yeah. still, you're here at Rockstar. You guys have this other business that at another time we'll talk about, but is it more now? Let's see if we can save up for another property, develop this business. Yeah. What, what are you guys up to? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's more properties, trying to get more properties and working on our side hustle on our business, trying to grow that. And that's it. Yeah. It'll be, um, you know, we're young work. guys, like getting the first one was tough enough with the money, the qualifying um, we think we can get another one together within the next, cool. within 2020. So 2020, definitely one. Um, and then joint venture game. I yeah. personally have some goals to get awesome. another joint venture so, on top of that. So you have an Instagram, do you want, what, what is your Instagram? Can you handle uh, yeah. that out now? Yeah. I haven't used it in like two years, but I feel like I should start sharing some real estate stuff, especially if I'm going to be, you know, going for joint oh ventures. Oh gosh, you stuff. can hell. There's going to be a 23 year old listening to this, 22 year old, a 30 I mean. year old, a 40 yeah. year old listening to this that might have a question for you, man. Totally. Sure. Yep. So it's Anthony Molinaro, A N T H O N Y Molinaro, M O L I N A R O underscore on Instagram. Anthony Molinaro underscore. I'm going to have to go back on Instagram, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, cool. We'll link to that in the show notes for you. So at rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast on the link for this episode. We'll also put that there. Yep. Adrian, you're not on Instagram right now. Not right now. I okay. could make one, but... Uh, save it, save it for Nick. We'll, we'll have you yeah, guys yeah. back for your business. You don't have to force yourself on there. I actually respect that you're not on Instagram right now. You're doing other stuff. You're, you're buying properties. You're, 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 you're on your way. I'm trying to set the foundation first before I... Uh, Totally. Before I start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I want you guys to know, man, we're here for you, right? So like whatever you need, you guys tell us. Your network, the, the, your, your, your personal power and speed of whatever you want to accomplish in life has a lot to do with the people you hang around. If we can play a tiny little part in that, leverage it. Ask us, do whatever we can. You know, if we can't do something, we'll tell you, right? So you're surrounded by a lot of people who definitely want to help you. Just make sure you're asking for whatever you want. You know, it's, it's important. Appreciate it. Cool. Thank you. Anything else to share? I think we covered a lot of cool stuff here, man. Yeah, was, but, I think it was good. Yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah, how yeah, many yeah, listens yeah, it gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I get yeah, the back yeah, end yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see it. But don't worry even about the listens because, man, so, listen, that one lady sent you that one, one book to one person. Yeah. And that changed your life. Yeah. Your life. It might change. You guys don't have families yet. What she, the impact she had on this lady might affect your kids' lives. So the amount of listens on this episode of this podcast doesn't really matter. Yeah. If it's 10 people and you impact them or motivate them in some way or make them think about life in a different way, that is how, how can anyone pay that back? That's true. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So totally, yeah. really, really. Thank you for doing this, uh, guys. We'll have you guys yeah. back. As you guys kind of evolve through your journey, and whether it's another property or uh, this business that we're alluding to, we'll have you guys back on to talk about all that stuff. I really want to thank you for being so open, sharing some of your st some of those stories. Are awesome, yeah, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, really, really, uh, really appreciate this. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Perfect. Cool. Thanks, thanks yeah, for thanks, us. guys. Awesome. Awesome. Hey everyone, it's Tom Crowds again. So hopefully you enjoyed that episode. Uh, thanks again to Anthony and Adrian. The story of that person entering their lives just seems magical, almost like an angel uh, to me. So just, you know, love that kind of stuff. And if you are listening to this and you want some more real estate investing information, you can check out our Instagram right now at Rockstar Inner Circle. We're answering a question a day. You can go there, pose your question. We're answering a bunch of questions. Have some fun with it. That's at Rockstar Inner Circle on Instagram. That's it for now. Until next time, your life, your terms.